0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 222, the only strategy for the toughest part two IELTS speaking questions.
1: Today, get our tips on how to describe an object on the IELTS speaking test. Hey there, Jessica. How are you? How's it going? What's shaking? Good. Yeah, I'm good. You, so I heard that you mm-hmm. had a really cool brewery experience. Experience. I did. I did. I had a chance to go to Treehouse Brewery, which is this strangely popular brewery out in Western Mass. It's about an hour and a half from Boston. And we took a trip out there and stood in line for two hours to get beer, but it was well, really wait, good you beer. stood in line for
0: two hours. Just to yeah, or a little more than
1: that even. Yeah, and it went. it sounds crazy.
0: Is it? Do you? Is it a restaurant? Like, do they have really good food too? So you can like sit down and like you wait for a table or?
1: There's no food. I thought there would be, but this place is not licensed to uh to to serve food or beer. Actually, it's only to buy the beer. Oh, weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I I hope it was worth it. No, but it's so fun, right? This kind of ritual. Like, I want to start doing this more often. We went early Saturday morning and picked up the beer because by noon it's all gone on the weekend Saturday Sunday and Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday then you pick it up and then you take a little road trip in the afternoon and then you go home and have dinner with friends and you share it so it's even better than sitting in the brewery right cuz if you cool. share it with people who enjoy it it's such a nice like Saturday ritual No
0: that's really <laughs> awesome I love the I love the idea of adding this effort to preparing for uh, like another good experience. Like having like having an experience to prepare for something else you're looking forward to. Does that make sense? Yeah, no,
1: that's how it felt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then when you do
0: share it with your friends, like you're saying, you could tell them the story of how you got it, right? And then they appreciate it more as well. Like you waited for two and a half hours
1: and now you're sharing it with (laughs) me? That's awesome. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And yeah, you can come and you can gift it to whoever whoever's cooking that night and just when you pop open a beer that's that fresh right it also comes back to the quality of the food too i think this goes along with our our whole artisan culture that's going on this artisan revolution that's happening in the u.s right now and i know portland is kind of the capital of that totally oh my gosh Um,
0: even in my small neighborhood so i know i talk about how much i love my neighborhood all the time but there's (laughs) like i seriously never drive i'd never leave my neighborhood now i'd never drive to go out to dinner like Anytime someone wants to go out to dinner or go out for a drink, I'm just like, yeah, come over. We'll walk down the street, you know? Yeah. And that's nobody so nice. ever blinks an eye at that because the restaurants down the street for me are amazing. Oh, like so, so cool. good. Like the best brunches, the best. Mm. Lunches, happy hours, dinners, like it's all here. I'm I'm so hungry just thinking about these places. (laughs) And there's this – I went to happy hour by myself the other day just because I had like a couple hours and I just needed a break from work. So I -hmm. walked down the street and I could sit outside at an outside table (laughs) with my dog and they bring me amazing food and they bring my dog water Like
1: And I just hung out and, like, like, read my book. Like, it was amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. And so it's just – I think what we're talking about here is taking pleasure in, in like, in consuming things, good things. And also, you know, and the idea that you were talking about at the beginning kind of links to our topic today of preparing and going through a process and understanding why you're doing something. That kind of links to what we're talking about here today a little bit. It does. It totally does. And, like – Putting
0: these experiences in your life, this is what you're going to talk about on the speaking test. Like when it comes to part two. So we're talking about another part two strategy today in our speaking part two series. Um, Mm -hmm. you need something to say that you'd be students, you guys are going to be surprised if you haven't started already when you do start practicing for part two fill in those two minutes in a coherent, fluent manner is not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. So you need something to talk about. So today, for example, we're going to talk about um how to describe objects because this is really the most difficult part too. <laughs> but if you have yeah. these experiences in your life, like Lindsay could talk about the object of this beer bottle, right? And yeah. have so much to say around it, describing mm. the product excel- itself, but also just Describing How she got it and then what she did with it. Like there's a oh, lot yeah. to say there. Um, what objects have I gotten in my neighborhood? There's a, a pet store also in my neighborhood that I go to a lot now. <laughs> and I just bought Ozzy a super cool harness there yesterday. And I could talk about why I had to buy it. Um, the experience of buying it, why I love this store, you know, like there's Mm. a lot of, uh, when you're describing objects, don't just think about the objects. Think about the experience around it. Why do you need it? Why do you want it? it? What are you going to do with it? Right.
1: Yeah. And we should try to choose an object that does have that kind of depth of experience and kind right. of an, a bit of an emotional kind of connection to it potentially, right? So that we can talk for those two minutes. Exactly.
0: Yeah. In that yeah. one minute brainstorm that you're allowed, right? To take notes before mm-hmm. you speak. Um, that I think if you're describing objects, you shouldn't start taking notes right away. Like I usually tell students to do. I think you do need to take a couple extra sen- uh, seconds to consider what you're going to describe. You know, mm-hmm. don't necessarily choose the first thing that comes to mind because it may yeah. not be interesting to you. It may, you know, yeah. what if the first thing you think about is um your computer or whatever? Like, is that, mm. can you really have interesting yeah. stuff
1: to say about that for two minutes? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Like, I think you're right. The first things that come to our mind aren't necessarily. And then when we start talking about, it, we realize we have nothing else to say because exactly. it's not actually that deep to our hearts. Um, right. So yeah, to stop and think and don't jump for the first answer, the first idea. I like that. Yeah. Advice, actually. So take a yeah. couple
0: extra seconds in, in this part. Mm-hmm. So, um, describing objects. This is, i I've, I've seen more and more of these type topics coming up on the test and it's the yeah. most difficult kind. So you guys do mm-hmm. need to practice talking about as many different objects as you can. So my advice is again, first, answer the question directly, right? If you have to describe an object, don't get into the experience right away. Describe the object first. Describe what it looks like. And then describe how you use it or why you use it, maybe why you want it. And then, yeah. again, the last part of our strategy, as always, think of a story. So Lindsay mm. and I were just able to come up with um some ideas for stories connected to objects, an experience you have had with the object or the experience of getting the object or an experience you want to have with the object.
1: Yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. The biggest mistake that people make is they attempt to use practice tests as their preparation, but they don't learn any strategies first. If this sounds familiar, if you're doing this, if you've taken 10, 15 practice tests without taking the time to learn any strategies, then you need to stop right now and you need to get into a smart system. A course like Three Keys IELTS where we can guide you to your target score with strategies that actually work. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. All right, so let's let should we go into it, Jessica, and totally and go ahead and give our our sample answers for our listeners here, so they can have okay. some good models for <laughs> sure,
0: for sure. So, um, Lindsay, I would like you to describe an expensive thing you want to own. So, are you do okay. you want to time it, or do
1: you want me to time? It? I think you have your timer ready. Uh, why don't you go ahead and time it so then I will okay. just engross myself in my answer here? <laughs> yes, good idea. Good idea. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Can you start speaking now, please? Okay, sure. So I would like to describe my dream car. um I've owned a car in the past, but this particular car, what it would look like is it would be white. I like white colored cars because Ooh. they don't stand out too much and they tend not to share to show the dirt ironically, they don't show the dirt as much as <laughs> black cars do, <laughs> and this car would be a zippy little hatchback thing uh it would be cute, it would be white it would have you know. It would be a used car because I I also, as you've said before on this show, Jessica, I also don't believe in buying new cars Mm -hmm. and I can't afford it. So (laughs) (laughs) um, that I would have to really stretch my pennies for that. So I'll go for the used car. It would be... it would be a stick shift because I love to drive stick shift and it might have a leather interior. I think that would be fun Ooh. with the little sunroof, but I, not too many frills, not too many add-ons. I really don't need anything fancy. And the way that I would use this car is that I would take it out on the weekends. I would, I would be the one to drive when I go hiking on the weekends. Right now it's always my friends that drive me around uh. everywhere and that's wonderful, but I'm being chauffeured all over. And at some point I'd like to give back to them. I'd like to be able to contribute to our group and our adventure, right? And just mm. to be have a, a more spontaneous lifestyle and be able to take off on my own when I want to. And the reason I've been thinking about this a lot lately is that I attended a uh, a talk on Tuesday night, uh, this woman who has actually walked around the world for the past three years Whoa. and just this sense of adventure. I've become quite inspired and I'm hoping to take a, a nice long road trip this summer if possible around the US for maybe a month or something if I can swing it. And, you know, this woman really inspired me. She just seemed so alive and every kind of cell of her body was alive and she was so happy. And this idea of continuing to explore is something we really need to do as people. And the way I want to do that is with my new car that I'm hoping to get. Uh, I would take this and I would just, you know, get great gas mileage because it would be a zippy little thing. All right. And I would good. take it on that the back road. <laughs> Lindsay, I think that's
0: the best part to answer you've ever given. Uh, that's because I really care about getting this car, <laughs> right? I can tell. And guys, that's a that's a lesson. If yeah. you can talk about something that's important to you, your fluency gets better, your vocabulary gets better, your mm. pronunciation gets better, your whole score increases by at least a band point if you're able yeah. to talk about something personal and something that you really care about. Totally. Yes. Yes. Um, absolutely. Like I've seen in, uh, in the power hours when I'm listening to students do part two answers, they, they sound, you know, just like any other student, kind of like robotic and nervous for a while. But then, <laughs> for example, this one guy, when he started talking about his wife and mm. how much he loved her, like, Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. His whole answer just improved Uh-oh. dramatically. Like, it was oh, so awesome. So cool. Um, Uh-oh. Okay. So, guys, I made so many notes on Lindsay's answer because it was so good. First of all, the – specific vocabulary she was able to bring up because she described the car first and mm. went into detail on in that. That vocabulary was so specific. The um mm. zippy little hatchback, that was awesome. <laughs> Leather interior, stretch my pennies, no mm. frills, no add-ons. These mm. are things that – these are impressive vocab items that you wouldn't have said if you didn't describe the car. Like,
1: right. Yeah. It right. has to be very specific. Yeah. I, because I was I was picturing the car that I want. Right. You know, I was looking at it in my head. So it was very easy when, when we do that, especially yeah. with these objects. Totally. Yeah. Um,
0: and then the cohesion aspect, these natural ways of introducing ideas and connecting ideas. These are phrases you guys should write down and practice. So the one you said, at some point. So mm-hmm. at some point, I want to get this instead of just, I want to get this. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. what was the other one? Oh, the reason i'm thinking about this is blah 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 so that's bringing in a a a new idea the reason i'm thinking about this is blah 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 so mm. these are natural ways to introduce new ideas and connect ideas that students are not going to come up with on their own <laughs> usually right right
1: right yeah. No, we should write these
0: down. Definitely. That was so good. Mm. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay. I have a lot to live up to now. I don't want to follow that. That was like perfect. Oh, come <laughs> on. You're the expert here. You can do it. <laughs> okay. So okay. I'm so this is a tough one. I have to describe something I bought but never used. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is I,
1: think, I think I always steal the easy ones, Jessica, too. Dude, <laughs> so, so, I'm not going to let this slide next time. Just so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you're doing this and say, I'm going to answer that one. (laughs) I know. I'm going to get in there first. I'm going to choose first next time. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you the question, Jessica, and I will hit start on my timer. and We'll give you two minutes. Here we go. So Jessica – Please describe something you bought, but you never used. Oh my gosh.
0: Okay. So when I saw this topic, I honestly had a difficult time thinking of something because mm-hmm. if I look around my apartment, there's, I, I use everything. I hate owning things that I don't use. I find it mm-hmm. wasteful. And if my eyes fall on something and I haven't used it for a month, I give it to Goodwill. I just, I hate yeah. having extra things. So the only thing I could come up with was, um, I think it was called a Nutra Bullet. It was this like <laughs> blender type thing on an infomercial that I saw. I didn't buy it from the infomercial, but I did see it in a store later and I bought it. So what it looks like is um it's like a dome shaped plastic cup. And the base is a square, like any normal blender. You see a square base with like three different buttons for the different speeds of blending. And so it's a dome shaped cup and you, you, you tip it upside down, right? And then you put whatever you want to blend inside there. So it's called a Nutra Bullet because it's supposed to encourage you to eat more nutritiously, like more nutritious smoothies and stuff. So you could put any vegetables in there, like spinach and kale with blueberries and all these like um, anti-toxin foods that are going to purify your system. So you put it in there and then you tip it upside down onto the base and you blend it, blend it, blend it. And then you, you're supposed to have this delicious, nutritious smoothie. So of course I was blinded by the promise of becoming healthier just by purchasing something. And you know, that doesn't happen. So I bought this thing thinking, Oh my gosh, I am going to have the, the most nutritious smoothies every morning and I'm going to be so healthy and slim. And I'm going to have so much more energy. And so I, so I bought it. I brought it home. I opened the box and I was like, okay, I. I have to wash all these different things because it's that's not just time, the one. Time.
1: Please, please stop. Please that stop. was two minutes yeah. already. <laughs> yeah,
0: according to my timer. Whoa, dude, yeah. I am good at talking. I could just talk
1: forever. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So I actually wrote down a couple of things that you said, Jessica, here that we can also have our listeners break out their pens one more time. I really liked how you said here, Jessica, if my eyes fall on something. That's really cool mm. because that's a very, that's like a very descriptive phrase. You know, I could envision yeah. your eyes falling on something. Pretty cool. I, I like that. Yeah, also- I like
0: that. I like the descriptive idioms or phrases that put images into other people's minds, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. I think that makes the story just. More exciting and brings out probably more emotion in the examiner and in the yeah. speaker as well. And it it right. brings the examiner
0: into your story, right? So yeah. even if it's just for a minute, the examiner forgets that it's a test, right? And the examiner yeah. feels like they're just talking to another person. And that yeah. goes a long way into raising your score because it proves to the examiner that they are listening to someone with natural fluency and cohesive abilities because they forget that it's a student.
1: I love that. I love that. And you also used some vocabulary words that were very naturally fluent. It seems like you know to get these, you'd have to be living probably. You know, it just sounds very natural. Like the word infomercial sounded very <laughs> native, like and very natural. And also the word smoothies. You know, these are not words right. that you find in textbooks. These are words that would yeah. mean that you'd have to have your eyes open to the to the native culture and just yeah. you know listening to English all the time. So mm-hmm. you also did a good job describing the actual process of kind of putting the food in there and what it looks like. You. Said dome shaped, which is very specific. I like that. (laughs) And you said you tip it upside down. And upside down is another cool descriptive vocabulary word. Yeah. Um, The other students don't use that
0: that often. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then the last thing I liked was where you said, I was blinded by. The purchase of something. I think that that's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) That I think students can bring that in into almost any object that they're talking about. I think that would be easy to put in there. Like you're blinded by a sale. You're blinded by marketing Mm -hmm. or advertising. You're blinded by the saleswoman because she was cute and you wanted to buy something from her. There's (laughs) so many reasons why you buy things that aren't Actually connected to its function,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this would be a very versatile expression to be blinded by something. I like it. I like blinded it. Blinded <laughs> by the light. Sorry, <laughs> I have to
0: break into classic rock
1: tunes sometimes. I know. Well, okay, that's okay. <laughs> Bring it so, back to the seventies. The um, the the
0: the method that we're describing today, guys, the strategy we're describing is similar to the other ones we presented to you, but slightly tuned to this specific describing objects thing. So first describe directly what it looks like um, and then describe how you use it or why you use it. And then if you can fit a story in there, I don't think I quite managed. I think I had a bunch of small stories <laughs> as I went mm-hmm. along. But if you, you know, can fit a story in there uh, connected to a personal experience with the object, that is the best way to get the highest scores for fluency and coherence, vocabulary and pronunciation.
1: Yes, and now I'm gonna go buy a blender. <laughs> I know, right? I kind of want to break mine out and no, I gave it to Goodwill already. I never used it. <laughs> well, it's a good idea. I mean, I see what you mean about the intention to yeah. be healthy, and it seems like in theory it's a good idea to have a blender. But I don't know. But then it's like such a pain to clean. Also, like the blenders are so annoying to clean. Ugh. Oh, yeah, just like French press. That's impossible yes. to clean. Oh, oh and that—that's
0: that's also. I'm blinded by like the romance of using a French press, but they're just annoying to clean
1: yeah yeah and and I can't figure out why it's so romantic, this idea right? of the French press. Like, I don't – you know, they're a pain. You're, it's it dirty. Is. You got the coffee grinds all over your hands. and, I know. and It's annoying.
0: <laughs> I think it's just because, like, if you've traveled to Europe or you've gone to, like, a fancy bed and breakfast and you get that French oh, yeah. press at your table, yeah. you're like, oh, my God, this is – I feel I fancy. See. And then no. it has the word French in the title. So you're like, oh, that's this must why. <laughs> be romantic. <laughs> We've been fooled. <laughs> Seriously. We're blinded, blinded. Blinded by the romance.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, so this has been really good, guys again, go back, rewind this episode, start it again, write down all the vocabulary words you learned today, and go back and practice using this framework when it comes to describing objects and people and places, right? The last three weeks we've given you some really good sample answers on these three topics, so mm-hmm. guys, practice it
0: <laughs> no it's been fantastic we've these part two episodes are awesome.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And if you guys are ready to practice it with Jessica and in a group to get the support that you honestly do need to pass this exam, you can't do the speaking part on your own. You want to go to com forward slash K-E-Y-S and get into our course because we do provide, we offer the happy, happy hours. (laughs) I almost said happy hour <laughs> that's so funny because
0: as you said that I seriously I was also thinking of a happy hour that I want to go to
1: today <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> okay well we do offer the power hour three times go. a month guys where you can practice your speaking get feedback on speaking and writing and after you can go to happy hour <laughs>
0: right and the power hours are with me you guys yes you get yeah, to talk imagine to that. me
1: personally for an hour that's and so it's cool. super fun <laughs> so cool you're becoming a big name in this field jessica and to still be able to meet with jessica herself i mean it is a privilege so guys get in there it's like my favorite part of the week all right that's awesome this has been an
0: amazing episode Lindsay.
1: it has been good i will see you back here same time same place tomorrow all right cool have a good day (laughs) bye bye (laughs) bye